You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the great metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 103, and I'm going to be diving into the question, uh, why do you refer to Jesus as the God-man? Apparently a term I used in a previous episode, and I was asked about that. Uh, Before we dive into that, quick reminder to everyone about the importance of subscribing to the podcast. It's important for two reasons. Number one, when you're subscribed, it guarantees you never miss an episode because when you're subscribed, every episode gets delivered directly to your device. Secondly, subscriptions help the podcast out a ton. The more subscriptions we have, the further up the search rankings we will appear. You can find this on every one of the podcast apps that are out there, or you can just visit our website, theologyfortherestofus.com, and there'll be info on how to subscribe there on the site. All right, let's dive in. The question at hand, why do you call Jesus the God-man? Apparently, I said this in a previous episode. I didn't even realize I said it. Sometimes I say things and don't even realize uh, that I say them. So apparently, I use the term God-man. The listener basically sent me this very long email. It was very encouraging, just saying how she has listened to to several episodes, and uh, she's really excited to to continue. Um, And then she just said, hey, you know, you use the word God-man. It feels like a pagan term. Can you help me understand it? Uh, Great question. Uh, the, the term God-man, really, I'm just really just pointing to the fact that I think that Jesus, that I believe that Jesus was both God and man, that he was both fully God and fully human. Uh, that's, that's really what I'm simply referring to. There was kind of an ancient belief in certain cultures, but particularly uh, in Egypt, there was this idea that the Pharaoh, uh, when he became Pharaoh, and he knew the, the king of Egypt, would actually like be endowed with you know di- divinity. Um, that was sort of this this idea that he was part God, part man. And that's really one of the biggest cultures that believe that. Um, uh, artist Xerxes, uh, one of the leader of the, the famous Persian Empire, also referred to himself as a God-man. He believed that he was God incarnate. Of course, none of those people were God incarnate. Uh, only Jesus was God incarnate. And so when I, when I call Jesus the God-man, I'm basically saying he was fully God and fully man. I believe that Jesus... Um, had two natures, both man and God. Uh, Each nature is complete and full in and of itself. So he's not half God, half man. He is 100% God, 100% man. But his humanity and his divinity remain distinct and unique from each other. Jesus is the only human to ever walk on planet Earth to have two unique natures. We call this the hypostatic union. That's the the big $10 word that theologians use. Uh, The word hypostatic comes from the Greek word hypostasis, which refers to a literal or concrete existence. It wasn't metaphoric or philosophical in one way or another, but we believe that Jesus had two concrete natures that existed in this perfect harmonious union simultaneously. He is the only person to ever walk planet Earth for which this is true. The hypostatic union perfectly exist in the perfect person of Jesus, where we see two hypostases coming together to unite. One hypostasis, one actual concrete existence that is fully divine, all of God, and one that is fully human, the fullness of mankind 
existing therein, and together they unite to create the hypostatic union that was present there in the man Jesus Christ. I call him the God-man because I don't think I have another term that kind of describes it. Like, that's who he is. He was God and he was man. He was the God-man. Um, maybe that feels pagan because, you know, that's sort of the terminology that was used to describe, you know, uh, Xerxes in Persia or Pharaoh in Egypt. Uh, but neither one of those guys were actually God-men. They were false God-men. They were just humans that claimed to be God. Jesus is unique and different from them in that he actually was who he said he was. He was God. And that was proved by the fact that he rose from the dead. Hey, before I let you go, let me give you a quick reminder of four previous episodes that I've done that are related to the topic of uh, of the Trinity and Christ's deity that I think would be really valuable. So if you're interested in studying this topic more, uh, episode 13, I answered the question, what's the Trinity? I really kind of talk about the idea that there's three in one. Highly encourage you to go check that out. Uh, episode 31, I did an interview with a pastor friend of mine out of Oklahoma, Ricky Jones, where he really talked about uh, the, the importance of understanding the Trinity. Really dynamic, awesome interview I did. Uh, episode 37, I answered the question, was Jesus human or God? And in that episode, I, I really kind of spent time in detail proving that the scripture does point to the fact that Jesus was both fully divine and fully human. And then in a, a recent episode, I did episode 81, or somewhat recent, uh, I answered the question, uh, when did Jesus become the Son of God? And I really kind of unpacked the term Son of God. What does that really mean that Jesus was the Son of God? If we believe he was God, how is he also the Son of God? I described that there in episode 81. So go back and check out one of those four episodes. Those would be helpful to you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Sure hope this has been helpful and insightful. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, please shoot me an email. I promise I will do an episode uh, you know, devoted to every single question that comes my way. The best email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, reminder, please connect with me on Twitter. I tweet a lot, and I love connecting with people there. Find me on Twitter. The handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. Signing off from Central Florida, I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. (laughs) 